Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Writing your story can really help a lot of other people. That's why lots of people write their memoirs. But sometimes it's hard to get out of your own head and get unstuck and tell your story, which can be quite riveting. Today, you're going to learn how to tell your story and write a memoir that matters. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books. I'm a book strategist, which means I can help you write your book as a book coach, ghostwriter, or developmental editor. But I don't do memoirs emotional memoirs. I do business memoirs. But for the emotional stuff, that's when I rely on people like Susie Schaefer. Welcome, Susie. Thanks, Dan, for having me. Susie, you you help people write memoirs that matter. I love how you say that. Can you tell us, why would someone want to write a memoir? There's a lot of different reasons. But mainly, the reason why somebody would want to write a memoir is because they feel that their story needs to be shared, needs to be told, whether that's healing personal trauma or something that's happened in our lives, or whether it's reaching out to communities who will learn something from your story and realize that they're not alone. Those are some really great reasons for writing a memoir that matters. And that's why it does matter is because when you connect with other people who have a similar situation or can learn from your own personal experience, it will help them with their own healing and making it through that, that situation. Fantastic. That's very inspiring. You know, some people can't get out of their own heads and can't get out of their own way when they start to write their memoir. They might be able to tell their story to a girlfriend or to a therapist. When it comes down to putting things on paper, there seems to be some people can get stuck. How do the, can people get unstuck? That's a very common problem. And it happens with not only memoirs, but even with business books. We see people that they know what they want to say, but they can't really get out of their own way. Um, so one of the methods that I like to use is called the sticky note method. And this is a way that you can actually break your book down and reverse engineer it so that you can cover all the topics that you want to cover, whether that's emotional healing, whether that's trauma, whether that's uh, overcoming fear, whatever those topics might be, you can break those down and write about those specific topics and then pull it all together to create your outline and create the finishing product for your book. Can you give us an example of how you've worked with a client like that? Absolutely. I do this with pretty much every one of my clients. Uh, So even if they come to me with a manuscript that's written and kind of ready to go into uh, editing, if there's still topics that they feel like, "Mm, I don't know if I've developed that enough, or I don't know if I've covered those topics, we might actually do an exercise, which is the sticky note method. And we go through all the topics. And then if they feel like there's any one area that isn't sufficiently covered, then I say, okay, I want you to just go write about that topic. And it's, it's a very simple process where we use sticky notes, we put them on the wall with all the topics. And then I um, help the author determine what is their writing practice. A lot of times it may be first thing in the morning, once they've had their first cup of coffee, and they'll sit down, I say, just write only what reaches out to you, like what 
sticky note on the wall is inspiring you to tell that story. Sit down, write for 15 to 30 minutes about that particular topic, and that's it. And then get up and walk away from it. You don't need to self-edit. You don't need to go back into it. And then do the same thing with the next sticky note the next day. And pretty soon you're going to learn that you have all of your topics covered. And that's a way to kind of reverse engineer instead of looking at a, an outline and thinking what happened first, second, and third. That's very linear thinking that's in your head. When you use the sticky note method, you're creating that, um, that inspiration in the brain and you're coming, you're getting out of your head and you're getting into your heart. So that's how you can start to develop a memoir or even a business book that speaks to the community that you're trying to um, speak to. Great idea. I love the fact that you tell people that they sit down for 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes and just write. I tell my clients the exact same thing. You know, and frankly, if you write for 15 or 20 minutes a day, you'll have a book done in three or four months. It's really that simple when you break it down to 15 minute chunks. I teach that on my webinars and seminars. People have probably heard me say that a million times over. So I'm glad that you endorse that as well. Um, I'm curious about uh, what do you include? What do you not include in the memoir? Are there certain boundaries that you tell your clients to adhere to or does anything go? You know, I'd say anything goes. Um, I am one of those people that likes to support authors and says no to censorship. And I say anything goes. However, there are times when we might have to change names of people that are involved, or we might have to back off a little bit with maybe um, the description of something that's very graphic, especially when we're talking about things like abuse and, and those kinds of topics. You might have to back off a little, but that's okay. Write what's in your heart. Write the story anyway. That's what editors are for. They're going to let you know if something needs to be changed or if you need to back off of it a little bit. But part of the healing process is to tell the story exactly as you would tell it, as you were talking to a best friend or you were talking to someone who met, who is close to you. Um, because you want to be able to process that piece of it, process the healing, process the emotion so that what comes out of it, the other side is um, it's going to help you transform as a person. That's part of re the reason why we write memoirs that matter is because it's not only for your audience, it's for you as well. Uh, but then your editor will help you kind of take a look at that and say, you know, that might be a little bit too graphic. Or you might say, okay, I've used these names and I really don't feel comfortable in outing these people um, in the nicest sense. Um, so it's okay to change things. It's okay to back off the graphic um, detail. Um, but when you're first writing it, put it all in there. It's important for you to get through that emotion, process it, um, make it you know, be as ugly and weird as, as you need to. It sounds like this is a task that you really need an editor uh, to work as almost like your therapist. Uh, do you, do you do people write books like this by themselves or what, how does an editor help a writer tell their story more effectively? So while I don't consider myself an editor, I'm really more of a book coach, a consultant. I'm the kind of the, I'm the spiritual guru that <laughs> kind of, even though I really am not a guru, I'm the, the person who actually helps them get through the emotional part of that. And so my job is actually, even though I'm not a therapist, my job is actually to help the author through that therapy session, to, to work through the muck, really. Um, the editor is really the person who's going to look at the structure of the book and make sure that the development of the book is, um, is really 
you know, moving in the right direction, that it doesn't have any gaping holes, that it makes sense from one, one chapter to the next. Um, so that's really the job of the editor, whereas my job is really one of those that's more on the edge of therapy. <laughs> so, um, but that's where I, where I get a lot of enjoyment from what I do is, is really um, being able to work with um, authors and delve deep into what are the what are the things in the shadows that are haunting you? What are the things that you need to share that you think, you know what, there can't be other people that aren't dealing with this too. It, it's true. We're human. We all deal with a lot of the same things every single day. Right. So what advice would you give an aspiring author and how they can find someone like you? Well, I think you need to, to look at, first of all, people that are in those types of communities. Um, if you are writing a, a book about uh, spiritual healing, emotional trauma, um, you know, going through a, an ugly divorce, like whatever those things might be, try and find people in those types of groups that would be able to connect you with the right people. Um, because otherwise, you know, if you're writing a book and, and you get an editor who, you know, deals with, you know, um, political books, and yet you're dealing about, um, you know, the trauma of a divorce, it's obviously not going to be the right type of editor for you. So you, you've got to make sure that you're, you're submerging yourself as, as an author um, into those groups where it makes sense. Um, one of the groups that, or communities, I should say, that I'm very much submerged in myself is the spiritual one. Um, so I work with a lot of authors that uh, may be having spiritual awakenings, may be questioning their faith, may be um, you know, designing a business around a, a spiritual background. Um, and so I do work with a lot of those types of people because they are the ones who need me and they come find me. <laughs> <laughs> Several authors have built tremendous brands on their memoirs. There's the badass and other people like that. Should authors be concerned about building a brand and building a business from their memoir or is it more to get the story out of themselves and help other people on a limited basis? Or is it everything? I think it depends on the author. Some authors are really just wanting to get their story out so that they can uh, connect with organizations or help people heal trauma and those types of things, and then do their own personal healing as well. But then there's always the, the memoir that matters, which is actually part memoir, part business book. So that's where it's really interesting, because at that point, you want to do what I call is the trifecta. You want to be able to tell your story and connect that with your brand and your community so that it all comes together. So there's really two different types of memoirs when you're talking about that. There's the memoir where you really just want to share and you want to connect with those people and, and, and transmute the healing and the transformation that happens when you, when you do share. But then there's also the memoir slash business book. Those are a little bit two different things. So it really depends on what is the goal of the author? Is there a business that supports this memoir? And how does all of that look together? Perfect. Thank you. Great. And I understand that you have a very generous offer for people who might be considering working with you. Can you tell us about your offer and how that works? Yeah. So I offer a 30-minute free consultation. There's a lot of people out there that ask for money for consultations, and I don't. Um, I, I want to make sure that I get to know you first as a person and that I hear your, what your story is. And then we determine if I'm the best fit for you or if it's, if it's someone that maybe I'm not the best fit for you, I'm happy to give you direction on, on where to go. Um, I never tell people no. I always make sure that I give them the next steps or if they're not going to work with me.
How can people best prepare for that kind of meeting? I, I think uh, the best way is just like go to my website. Like uh, it's finishthebookpublishing.com, all one word. Uh, look for the pineapples. And uh, there's a little button on there where it says schedule a consultation. Just schedule it. It's free. Okay. Well, it's very kind of you. Thank you for this tremendous information. And if you want to write your book in a flash, check out all more than 100 videos on our YouTube site. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle. The only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.